0: Welcome to this session of our Cultivating Resiliency for Women in Agriculture, Podcast Series 1. The Cultivating Resiliency Project develops tools for women in agriculture to recognize, adapt to, and develop positive coping strategies to life stresses. This podcast series is developed from our Cultivating Resiliency webinar sessions. I'm Megan Roberts, and I co-lead this project along with Doris Mould. In this podcast, we feature Shauna Reitmeier and Brenda Mack as our session hosts. Shauna and Brenda are professionals in behavioral health with family ties to farming. In this session, we talk about focusing on increasing joy and happiness, even in the midst of stressful times in agriculture. First, we hear from Shauna, and then you hear Brenda join in.
1: Go into this conversation today about joy and happiness. You know, we all, as as farmers, like I remember growing up on my farm, and I have to think back. You know, why did my grandparents go into farming? Why did my dad decide to farm? And I'm sure all of you listening that are in farming, ranching, um, agriculture, industry, went into this because it brought you joy and it brought you some happiness and you know there it's that question of what drew me into this that that made me happy when things may seem really out of control or stressful or that positive stress turns negative is how do you take this happiness and take that Memory lane back to why did we do this? You know, so remember that. Keep that in the back of your mind as we talk about joy and happiness. When things get stressful, why did you start going into agriculture and farming and ranching?
2: All right, so we just want you to think a little bit about um, these sayings that are out there. You know, happiness is not defined by obtaining everything you want but by appreciating everything you have and happiness is not out there it's in you and be happy not because everything is good but because you see the good in everything Mm -hmm. and you know it really reminds me shauna of i think about what do i have control over in my life Mm -hmm. I don't have control over farm commodities. I don't have control over the weather. I don't have control over my husband's reaction to things. Um, I have control over me. And you have the ability to alter or change your thoughts. and when you think when we look at the happiness and joy and gratitude research that is foundational is modifying your negative or self-defeating thoughts to more optimistic or positive or hopeful thoughts and i know that's really easy to say i would encourage you to practice that Mm um on a couple of earlier seminars we provided a worksheet that's a self-care, self-talk worksheet of taking your old patterns, your negative patterns of talking, and changing those old patterns mm-hmm. to new patterns that have a direct impact on how you yeah. how you feel and then how you behave. That's that thought, the feeling, and then
1: the behavior, the action that you do based on that. Right. When you have one that's negative, how do you use that? framework to flip it, yeah. right? That's the one you're yeah. talking
2: about, Brenda. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think about this, you know, I read a study one time that as women, we are often most critical about our body image and how we look. And so I think about, you know, something like, I hate how my stomach looks, I have too many rules. Yeah. And how can I reframe that? Cause yeah. that is, you know, you don't feel good Mm -hmm. When you say that to yourself, and you know, that probably makes you want to stay home and not go out to coffee with your friend because maybe your jeans are a little too tight. Um, But if you can think about or reframe to say, you know, I'm really proud of myself that I walked three times outside this week and I'm feeling stronger and healthier. Mm -hmm. And maybe I'm going to wear my yoga pants out to have coffee with my friend. So again, just it's not taking a, a self-defeating statement and being untruthful to yourself, mm-hmm. but it's finding the finding the honest way, an honest answer about something more positive or hopeful or optimistic that you can give yourself that message instead. In talking about research there's been many studies on what specifically can increase your happiness level and happiness the definition of happiness is different for everyone you know happiness for you may be or for me maybe just a sense of peace a sense of overall well-being although time to time you may see an escalation in your happiness level because you know, maybe your child got a scholarship to go to college, or you had an afternoon of hanging out with your dog and your kids and your husband, and you played football in the farmyard, um, and you may see a spike in happiness. But my point is, is that happiness and what that definition is, is just a little bit different for everyone. Some of the studies show, many studies show that expressing gratitude leads to an increase in
0: happiness. Let's talk more about a simple way to show gratitude. You can write a so-called gratitude letter. To do this, think of someone who did something for you that you're very thankful for, but you have not yet expressed your gratitude to. Get a piece of paper and write out a letter expressing your thanks and send it to them, or if possible, read it to them. The Greater Good Science Center at University of California, Berkeley showed this simple act of gratitude. Writing a gratitude letter scientifically increased happiness a month later in participants.
1: Here, you know, are just again, are some more ways that, you know, you can consider in boosting your happiness, and what I really like is with, you know, Brenda tying in the science and the research behind this, because some of these things are really writing a letter as science and, and, you know, but we can see with the data of what it what people were feeling before and their levels of happiness and what their levels of happiness were afterwards. And that research on even people that just kept a gratitude journal, people that had been on antidepressants because they were, you know, feeling, you know, so depressed and were not able to find happiness, once implementing, just completing a gratitude journal of writing down their three good things in a day and why that was, a, you know, a something that they were grateful for, were able to reduce the use of their antidepressants over a you know 30-day period of time. So
2: yeah, I you know, I want to add to that a little bit because in um the in the therapy that I used to do with individuals and, and families in this farm community, as well as when I teach about stress and burnout and self-care. To students in the classroom. And when I'm doing presentation on these topics, I often talk about the three good things activity mm-hmm. because it is something that is pretty quick and easy to do in a busy and overwhelming farm life. And so the idea is that before you go to bed at night, you should have a piece of paper or a journal or your phone with a way to um, type in what are three separate and distinct and maybe a little bit of detail about what that was during the day and every night you should change it up so that you're not saying oh you know i got up and uh, worked outside today Uh, but that you try to change those three good things so that it doesn't become repetitive or monotonous It, it sort of loses its value in doing that and what the studies show about this is you know after a thirty day period of time, individuals see their happiness level increase mm-hmm. additionally, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the science and studies regarding random acts of kindness. Mm-hmm. It's another specific particular activity that you can do, and you can do random acts of kindness that don't cost any money. Yeah. You know you hear about those random acts of kindness of you know, going through the um, Starbucks or Caribou coffee. The pay it forward. Thing. Yep, yep. Yep. The, the drive through and buying the, you know, coffee for the person behind you. Uh, but you can also do things like, you know, shoveling your next door neighbor's you know, sidewalk, or if we're in the farm community, uh, you know, and we've had so much snow this winter, especially Mm -hmm. in our region, you know, clearing snow for your neighbor Neighbor. next to you. So those random acts of kindness, not only increase the happiness level of the person who's been the recipient of that, but it increases your own happiness level. And I thought this was kind of a interesting activity to do Focus on doing five nice things for someone all in the same day. Mm -hmm. And then write down how that makes you feel. You know, part of what Shauna and I want you to walk away with today is some, you know, practical, tangible, but grounded in research activities that you can do to increase your joy and happiness. Mm -hmm. One other thing that I do is because I do quite a bit of driving, is I will Download books on Audible or some other site that is connected to joy and happiness. And, you know, when I have a hot, steaming, delicious cup of coffee and the sun is rising and I'm listening to the Dalai Lama and Archbishop Desmond Tutu, you know, talk about joy and kindness and compassion, it just warms my heart. And so, these are just a few of our mm. lessons learned based on science that yep. you might want to consider what works for you? Right. Maybe some of these works and others don't., yep. but that's what we hope to offer today. Yep. The power of exercise and uh, going out and doing something physical. So you know, walk yourself out of that bad mood. Studies show that even a 10 minute walk will immediately boost your brain chemistry that increases your happiness. And gratitude increases happiness. Happiness spontaneously rises from gratitude and becomes a continuous feedback loop. Mm-hmm. Again, so if you're expressing your gratitude, just like, you know, so you expressed your gratitude to your mentor, mm-hmm. and your mentor reached out to you, which yeah. again then Fed your happiness. Exactly. Really, what the overarching theme of this series is, it's about how do we build our resilience as women connected to farming and ranching and agriculture. And remember, ways to build your resilience are things like exercising, eating right, getting um, getting a good amount of sleep, connecting with a friend. A pastor or a counselor that those are some tangible types of activities that can increase our resilience and help us to find ways to bounce back from adverse experiences yeah I think the the whole
1: intention is to be able to take these pieces of information through this series is gonna help you bounce back. It, it is giving you tools to be resilient. So sometimes you'll read that, it's like, okay, great. Well, find ways to bounce back. Well, how do I do that? Well, it's this continuum of pieces around building self-care, keeping ourselves physically active, um, building those connections, uh, active listening, dealing with conflict, all of those together can help you bounce back.
2: You know, Shawna, we've also talked about how oftentimes we are our harshest critic. Mm -hmm. And I would say another activity to build your happiness and increase your self-compassion is write yourself a gratitude letter. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Write yourself a gratitude letter.
1: Yep.
2: And... File it away somewhere or put it away somewhere. And every once in a while, if you're having a difficult day and you're being really hard on yourself, go to that drawer and, and pick out that letter. So again, in you know, coming to a close here, here's just five additional tips to happiness. You know, set your alarm and wake up to a song or music that you like. Music can also be Mm -hmm. very uplifting. Um, Mm -hmm. I think about, you know, I don't love to clean the house, but if I, you know, put on some music and um, my favorite artists, it, it makes it a little easier to do. Again, maybe not only look at writing about the three good things that happened at night, but you could start your morning by identifying three things that you're thankful for. You know, being clear about your intentions and having a schedule for a day uh, is a tip to happiness, uh, eating healthy, being prepared, um, not eating on the run, but maybe having a, a healthy uh, lunch yep. packed can, can influence your happiness levels. Um, and then, you know, get exercise and bask in the sun, like you just yep. said, you know, get yep. that vitamin D to increase how yep. you, you know, your well-being and how
0: you feel. Thanks for joining us on this Cultivating Resiliency for Women in Agriculture Podcast Series 1. In this session, we learned about the science of joy and happiness. What don't we have control over? What do we have control over? We do have the ability to focus on modifying our negative thoughts and actions into positive thoughts and actions. Focusing on why we chose agriculture, what we are grateful for and ways we can be kind to others can help increase our joy and happiness in the midst of our agricultural lives. All these tools and tips are meant to help us bounce back in the face of adversity and be more resilient to the ups and downs of farming. This project is a collaboration of American AgriWomen, District 11 AgriWomen, University of Minnesota Extension Women and Ag Network, the Upper Midwest Agricultural Safety and Health Center, or UMASH. You may find the recordings for our our entire webinar series on the UMASH or American AgriWomen websites under Cultivating Resiliency. Our next podcast will focus on tips for building healthy relationships in stressful times.